Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Wednesday, August 24, 2016. For the next hour, I'm going to bring you the latest celebrity news on Lindsay Lohan, Tyler Perry, Ariana Grande, Debbie Lovato, Amber Rose, and Aretha Franklin, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Hi, I'm Britney Spears. I've had the pleasure of singing all over this great nation, but today I'm lending my voice to the 15 million kids in America struggling with hunger. Every year, billions of pounds of excess food go to waste, while one in five children may be left without enough food for a meal. But it doesn't have to be this way. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks helps to get food to families in need. Visit feedingamerica.org to learn how you can help. Together we can solve hunger. Together we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Right now, nearly 30% of U.S. students aren't finishing high school. In many places, it's even higher than that. And fixing it is a responsibility that we all share. This is President Obama, and I urge everyone to take responsibility for encouraging the high school students in your communities, to support them, challenge them, and do whatever it takes to help them make it through. Do your part by going to BoostUp.org and giving a student the boost that's needed to make it to graduation. A message from the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, and father of five. I'm also an expert on drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids, and there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectoral. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. And lead the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I'm on the air live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of the stories that I mentioned today, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Again, that's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. We have a fan page. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash that's entertainment.radio Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T H A T S Entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto Fourteen. Stiletto like the shoe. S T I L E T T O and the number fourteen. And also follow me on Instagram. I'm new to the gram, so be patient. You can follow me at T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N S G I B B S. Right now, the temperature in the NYC is a nice, sunny 80 degrees. Before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone that's currently listening to the show on the phone lines and in the chat room. Again, thank you for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. And also, if you don't um, never get the time to catch the show live, you can always listen to the show through the archives right here on Block Talk Radio. You can also catch us on iTunes. You can download for free. And you can also catch the show on Stitcher.com, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R.com. It's a website where it has over 20,000-plus radio shows and podcasts. Just search Death Entertainment Online Radio in the search box, and you can be able to listen to the show there as well. It is, uh, you know, the, it's Wednesday, uh, the weekend's almost here. And, uh, you know, the Olympics is over, and uh, now it's time to get back to business. Uh, This week I'm going to be talking about uh, Lindsay Lohan. She's back in the news this week. Uh, She wants to meet Russian President uh, 
Vladimir Putin. And I'll tell you the reason why she gives. She has a few um, demands that she would like to uh, set up, and she wants to talk about her relationship and break up with her ex, and she wants to meet with the president. I'll tell you why. Also this week, a lot of divas, uh, some of the hottest divas on the Billboard music charts, recording artists, are being sued for uh, copyright infringement or using a B in the song. I'll tell you who those divas are. Also this week, uh, they're getting ready, ABC is getting ready to announce uh, the contestants on the next season of uh, America uh, on the Dancing with the Stars. Uh, they already got a few contestants lined up, and I'll tell you which one, by my surprise and probably for, for everybody else, uh, Amber Rose has been signed, she signed up. She's getting ready to put her dancing shoes on. And also, um, we have... Uh, Aretha Franklin is uh, had to cancel a few shows due to uh, her health issues again, and uh, Michael Strahan is getting ready to. Not only is he going to be in front of the camera, but he's getting ready to write a script for an upcoming TV show. Well, without further ado, let's get started with the most talked about stories of the week. Hit it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Lindsay Lohan is ready to open up about her and her tumultuous romance uh, with her and her the, uh, then fiance Igor Tarabasov. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. The actress is willing to appear on a popular Russian TV show to discuss her relationship and breakup with her ex for a lot of money and fancy stuff, including a meeting with President. Vladimir Putin. Now, according to TMZ, people behind the highly popular Pustgovayat, which airs on the state-owned station Channel One, has invited Lindsay to the show via a letter in which they say, please send a list of your demands. The 30-year-old star has sent them a list of extravagant requests, which includes 500,000 British pounds and a private jet with hair, makeup, and manicures on board. She also wants a personal security team, one-year Russian visa with extension, a Ritz-Carlton penthouse suite, as well as a chance to see Putin and take pictures with him. Now, TMZ said that Lindsay is in negotiation with the show execs, and some of her demands have already been met. Lindsay and Igor, a Russian businessman, recently split after a very public fight and cheating allegation. Amid the drama, a video surfaced online showing the former child actress yelling at her then-fiancé on a balcony of her London apartment and accusing him of trying to kill her. Tyler Perry is defending a cast of white actors in his new show. The director, who is known for making films starring mostly black actors, was caught off guard when TMZ asked him about the criticism he's been receiving this week for choosing a primary white cast in his new TLC series, Too Close to Home. Too Close to Home airs, uh, airs on Monday, and it centers around a fictional president of the United States getting embroiled in a political scandal. Now, social media users quickly label it as the white version of Scandal, comparing it to the ABC show that star actress Carrie Washington. Now, Perry, who is known for his hit like Diary of a Mad Black Woman and Medea Family Reunion, was getting slammed by fans who didn't agree with the casting choice. One fan even called it an all-time low for Perry. But the 46-year-old producer stood by his word. You know, he even said that he thought that this was kind of ridiculous because it doesn't matter. People are people. And why does he always have to direct or write a film or movie or a TV show that has to be an all-black cast? But, you know, a lot of times people think that because, you know, you know, you came into this business um, appealing to African-American viewers, having African-American themes and views, that you should continue on that train. But because he's a writer, a director, a producer, you know, he has to branch off every now and then. It's like, you know, same thing with recording artists. You know that they have a particular style of music, 
and they don't want them to change that style. And that's what, you know, but when they branch out and do other things or change their style to a particular genre, people can't get used to that. They, you know, people only know what they know. So, yeah, he's getting flack for this. But he always have great shows. It doesn't matter who he has in the cast. As long as he have talented people who are able to deliver and portray these characters and uh, make them, you know, put, you know, revive these characters and put life into these characters, it shouldn't mean it shouldn't be any problem with you know whoever who's playing what or what race of this character is, as long as it's a good quality show and a good quality script. Also in the news this week. Um, you know, it's really um, interesting how more and more uh, recording artists are being sued for their music. One in particular, the latest, is uh, Ariana Grande. Uh, she's being sued for allegedly stealing parts of her 2014 hit One Last Time with David Guetta from the chorus of songwriter Alex Gregg's 2012 song Take All Night, Takes All Night. Uh, Gregg claimed that Grande and Guetta took the most m- memorable part of the copyrighted song he wrote for EDM artist Sky Stevens and used them as the hook. Now, he is now seeking a cut of Grande's profit from the song, which was a top 20 hit in 2014, and also landed her a Teen Choice Award for Choice Single that same year. One Last Time was featured on Grande's second studio album, My Everything. An accomplished songwriter, Greg has written for big-name artists like Lady Gaga, Justin Timberlake, Janet, and Michael Jackson. And she's not the only one. Demi Lovato is facing a copyright lawsuit for C. Slay. The indie rock duo claim in their suit that similarities between their 2010 song, Infinity Infinity Guitar, and Debbie's 2015 track, Stars, transcend the realm of coincidence. Now, in the complaint filed on Monday, August 22nd in California Federal Court, Sleigh Bells member Alex Cross and Derek Miller named Demi, UMG Recording, and producer Carl Folks and uh, Rami Yakum as defendants. Now, according to the complaint, the, sig- the signal decay and other sonic signature between the inf- uh, Infinity Guitar and Stars revealed the virtually the identical content and transcend the realm of coincidence whatever that means. Now, Demi Rep hasn't commented on the issue yet, but back in 2015, producers of Demi Star denied sampling Slay Bell music. Uh, in other news, an uh, unreleased track from Demi's 2013 album Demi has surfaced online titled Too Much Love. The never-before-heard track is produced by Carl Folks and Rami Raccoon, and they said that they're the, also the hit makers behind her song Really Don't Care and Shouldn't Come Back. Now, also another diva that we all know and love, Beyonce is being sued by filmmaker Matthew Folk, who is accusing the singer of ripping off his 2014 short film, uh, Palanoa, which he believes inspired her Lemonade visual album. Uh, TMZ previously reported that B is adamant she didn't rip off Lemonade from the film about a depressed white guy because her project is about a proud black woman. She fired back at the lawsuit with docs of her own, asking the court to dismiss his case behind Lemonade's portray a, a portraying of an African-American woman who progresses through stages of suspicion, denial, anger, and ultimately reconciliation in her relationship. And on the other hand, she said that uh, Palanoa is about a white man who is distressed in the wake of a failed relationship. Now, the jasminebrand.com exclusively reported on this, and they said that Falk is accusing Beyonce of trying to distract the court by discussing race. And on a couple of weeks ago, like August 10th, he returned into court blasting her attempt to have his lawsuit thrown out of court. Uh, he also explained that Beyonce refused to address the obvious similarity between Lemonade and his film because she would rather make it a race thing. He says... Her argument about the film is, is being about a white male and hers about being an African-American woman are not relevant and absurd. The filmmaker is demanding Beyonce attempt to shut him down, uh, be dismissive, and that the judge allow him to continue on with his case. Um, but the, according to the court docs, uh, 
they said that uh, Beyonce's Formation World Tour has now grossed $210 million. The first two legs of her tour wrapped up on August 3rd, and after a brief hiatus, the tour will resume on September 7th at MedLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. The tour will wrap up in Nashville on October 2nd. And new details surrounding Beyonce and Jay-Z's upcoming joint album has made its way online. The couple collaboration record is reportedly a continuation to Beyonce Lemonade focusing on trust issues. According to a reliable fan uh, on Twitter, uh, they said that uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z's joint album will center around marriage counseling, tennis court, mansions, therapy, battles, screaming, accusations, regret, trust issues, and celebrity. The project is reportedly another visual album film. Now, the fan account also shared possible lyrics. Uh, the fan account is called the Beehive Team, and they already have shared possible lyrics from two songs, which will reportedly be featured in the joint album. Beyonce Lemonade is nominated for four major categories at the upcoming 68th Annual Primetime Emmy Award, including Outstanding Production Design for Variety, Nonfiction Event or Award Special, Outstanding Picture Editing for Variety Programming, Outstanding Picture Editing for Variety Programming, and Outstanding Directing for a Variety Special. And Amber Rose is getting ready to uh, put on her dancing shoe. It's reportedly... uh, mentioned that uh, she's heading to the ABC Ballroom for Dancing with the Stars. According to E! News, the 39-year-old model has been signed on to compete for the Mirror Ball Trophy during the upcoming 23rd season of Dancing with the Stars. The Bachelorette star JoJo Fletcher and former Wizard of Waverly Place actor J.T. Austin are also rumored for the next DYTS installment. Producers are eyeing Olympians as well. They reportedly want Simone Biles, the 19-year-old gymnast who became a viral sensation for winning four gold medals and one bronze during the Olympic Games in Rio. The lineup will be announced on August 30th on Good Morning America. The dancing competition is scheduled to kick off the new season on Monday, September 12th at 8 p.m. on ABC. Right now we have here 20 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every week I broadcast the latest in entertainment news celebrity news, gossip, pop culture. If you like the show or you're into this kind of thing, make sure you tune here every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern for the latest. If you are a registered listener here on Blog Talk Radio, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder through your email, your phone, when I go on the air live. Also, Check us out on Facebook. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash that's entertainment.radio. Uh, some of the show's uh, podcasts will be on there as well. And uh, you'll see I also post stories where I'm going to be talking about on the show as, as, as well as stories that I didn't get around to. Also follow us on Twitter at that's entertain one, T-H-A-T-S, entertain, and the number one. Aretha Franklin, the queen of uh, soul, has given her fans a scare again. Uh, she had to she had to cancel a few of her upcoming concerts due to health concerns. The canceled shows include her upcoming performance at the Wolf Trap National Park for the Performing Arts on August 26th near Vienna, Virginia. She will also not be able to perform two shows at New York City Radio City Music Hall, one of which the Tony Bennett Celebrate 90th on September 15th, and the other is a solo headliner gig on September 23rd. The Queen of Soul is expected to be back on the road in November. The 74-year-old singer canceled a show in Las Vegas last year because of exhaustion. And Martin Lawrence is returning to his stand-up roots for his first televised special in 14 years. The actor-comedian debut in Martin Lawrence doing Time Uncut on Friday, September 9th at 9 p.m. on Showtime. The special will feature Lawrence's impression and insight on everything from sex and relationship to President Obama, Bill Cosby, and Hollywood. Lawrence is one of the executive producers of the special. Lawrence will also re with his Bad Boy co-star Will Smith for the third film, 
film in the franchise, Bad Boys for Life, to arrive in theaters on January 2nd, 2018. And Michael Strahan has yet another project set up at ABC in addition to his Good Morning America and the $100,000 Pyramid gigs. The former New York Giant linebacker is developing a drama series, Hobbs, with the network, and the project marks his first foray into scripted television. The drama follows Tommy Hobbs, a former Heisman Trophy winner who joins the Miami Police Force after not being drafted by the NFL, as well as Matitius Rule, follow detective who has trained his whole life to become a police officer. Michael Calio from The Sopranos and Rescue Me will write the script and executive produce alongside Strahan and the and his SMAC Entertainment partner Constance Schwartz Marina. Well, that's good for Michael. I mean, I never you would never thought he would be. Uh, interested because I know we all know that he does some acting. He has appeared in several movies, and now he's going to uh, further his talent by writing a scripted series. So uh, good for him. He's really going to he's going to keep those paychecks rolling in, rolling in. And uh, Olympic gymnast Gabby Douglas is used to being judged both as part of her profession and sadly outside of it, but will turn the tables and be a judge herself at the 2017 Miss American competition. Douglas and musician actress Laura Marano has been added as a celebrity judge or celebrity judges. The two will join NBA team owner and businessman Mark Cuban and actress Sarah Foster, singer-songwriter Cole Swindle, and former Miss America Charlene Wells Hawks. Douglas was the uh, first all-around Olympic gold medalist in U.S. history to earn a spot on a second Olympic team. She also is one of two American gymnasts to win gold medals in back-to-back Olympics. Morano uh, uh, plays Ali in the Disney Channel Austin and Ali show and will release a new album this year. The pageant finale will be broadcast live from Atlantic City on ABC on September 11, hosted by Chris Harrison and Sage Steele. And this also just came over the wire. I heard that Ciara is also going to be a judge on the, the panel as well. And if you're a MAC Cosmetics fan, I know I am. Uh, you're going to also be very excited to find out that actress Taraji P. Henson is about to be uh, she's about to join the makeup company and partner up with Mac. Uh, she's getting ready to have her own cosmetic line with the famous brand, the popular brand. The collection launches next month, and it will include six products, including a lip shade called Strip Me Down, which is said to be like a deep tone beige and has like a matte finish. It retails at $17. And altogether, the hashtag Mac Taraji collection will include a bronzer, highlighter, eyeliner, mascara, and a makeup brush. Uh, I'm excited because uh, Taraji P. Henson makeup always looks flawless. And uh, and Mac always put up some great uh, products. Um, and she's not the first celebrity uh, that who had uh, joined with Mac as far as having their own makeup line. You know, Rihanna had her makeup, her uh, her famous lipsticks. Uh, there's also another act, actress. Um, I think uh, I think uh, oh. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Aaliyah, um, who, you know, the R&B singer who passed away, uh, she's supposed to be having a makeup uh, collection with MAC as well, if I'm not mistaken. But that's great for Taraji P. Hansen because her makeup always looks flawless. Black China is being sued over a car accident that she did not cause. TMZ reported that two victims in the November 2015 crash had filed a lawsuit against her, claiming she partly responsible for it. According to the site, China friend Paige Anderson was driving around in the model BMW when the incident happened. Uh, she ran through a stop sign before crashing into an SUV and injuring two people inside, who now say in the suit that China should have known that Anderson wasn't a good driver and she should have never let her drive. The two people in the SUV are asking for medical expenses, lost wages, and other damages from China. Anderson, meanwhile, has been charged with felony hit and run. 
China has in common on the report, the 28-year-old who's currently pregnant with her and Rob Kardashian's first child together has been busy working on their reality show, Rob and China. And this is a story that's getting me a little, uh, not upset, but a little peeved. You know, I reported it a couple weeks ago that uh, they're getting ready to do another Spider-Man movie. And uh, Zendaya, Disney actress Zendaya, has been cast as Mary Jane in the upcoming Spider-Man Homecoming movie. Now, she, there were people that were very upset because if you you know from the other Spider-Man movies that uh, the cast of uh, the character Mary Jane was played by actress Kirsten uh, Kirsten Dunn, Kristen Dunn, Dunn, and she. According to the comic books, you know, she Mary Jane was a, a a white woman with red hair. Now that Zendaya is stepping into the role, people are livid. They are upset. There's been racist comments saying, "Why did they pick Zendaya for this role? She's not white. She's not a redhead." But you know who came to her defense? The director. The director came in her defense. Uh, he he thinks that uh, Stanley he responded to these negative comments, and uh, he said that uh, that the, the, when he, when it comes to the character, it's fine to change a character physical appearance from the comic book to the big screen. He also makes a point and recalls when he went on point. Uh, to the point where the, the late actor Michael Clark Duncan as the Kingpin and Ben Affleck Daredevil, the movie which debuted in 2003. Zendaya stars alongside Tom Holland in the upcoming solo flick, which is directed by John Watts from a script written by John Francis Daly. The film centers on Holland Spider-Man, who will be back to his high school roots. Spider-Man Homecoming was swinging into theaters on July 7, 2017. It also going to star Robert Downey Jr. and Marissa Tomei. They're all they, they're set to reprise their role as Tony Stark and May Parker, respectively. They're also going to be joined by Danny Glover, Michael Keaton, Logan Marshall Green, and Martin Starr. We have to stop this this thing about who is playing what and why certain actors shouldn't play this role. Remember the whole thing with the um, the uh, To Kill a Mockingjay, that movie? There were some uh, racist things about a certain character in the book. She was a, a, a white girl, and then a young black actress ended up playing the role, and people were livid about that. We have to stop this, you know, it's up to the director, it's up to the writers if they want to change it. You know, it's just like when you read a book and they make it into a movie, whether it's a television movie or a movie in the theater, it's it's always never the same. They always change it up. They always change the storyline. They always change the character. This is not, this is no different. But um, I'm glad that the director stood by uh, Zendaya and, uh, you know, try to, Put a stop to this nonsense out here. We we gotta stop this hate. We gotta stop this racist attitude because it, it doesn't. It's, it's 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 no good to anybody. Right now we have here uh, one thirty one here on the East Coast. Uh, uh, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to a another edition of uh, That's Entertainment. I'm your host Tammy Jones Gibb, where uh, every week I play the latest. And, and uh, I give you the latest in entertainment news and pop culture. And uh, coming up in the next hour, uh, we have here, um, let's see. Yeah, coming up in the next half hour, we're going to have, I'm going to give you the latest on uh, uh, Shannon uh, Doherty. You know, she's going through a rough time. You know, she's been diagnosed with breast cancer. But she has finally reached a settlement in a lawsuit against her former uh, manager about her whole health insurance policy. Also coming up, uh, Jonah Hill is going to be talking about his experience uh, filming uh, the Martin Scorsese 2013 film, The Wolf of Wall Street, how uh, 
when he was playing the role, you know, he had to take a fake cocaine, his character, and it almost sent him to the hospital and almost killed him. I'll tell you more about that. Also, uh, P. Diddy was forced to postpone his bad boy reunion. I'll tell you why. And also, Drake is leading the BET Hip Hop Awards for a third year in a row. All those stories coming up after the music break, so make sure you stay tuned. from Selena Gomez and me and the rhythm. 
Uh, before I went to the music break, I was telling you the ladies on, uh, getting ready to tell you about the ladies on Shannon Doherty. Uh, she has reached a settlement in her lawsuit against her former manager. The actress blamed Tanner, Mainstain, Glenn, and Johnson for mismanaging her money and getting her health insurance policy canceled. Shannon Doherty sued her ex-manager in 2015, blaming them for the delay of her cancer diagnosed. She claimed a uh, she claimed that mastectomy and chemotherapy treatment could have been avoided if the firm hadn't failed to pay her medical insurance coverage for the year 2014. The lapse led to the cancellation for her policy only after getting her insurance back in 2015. That's when she started seeing the doctor again. Doherty has since shaved her hair as she is undergoing treatment. Earlier this month, she revealed that the cancer had spread. And uh, Avril Lavigne is reportedly working on a new album. The new record will be a follow-up to her fifth studio album, Avril Lavigne, which was released back in 2013 and featured collaborations like Martin Johnson, David Hodges, Matt Squire, and her then-partner Chad Kroger. Back in 2015, Avril, Avril released a single title, Fly, for the 2015 Special Olympics World Summer Games. The complicated single was also featured in a promotional single called Get Over Me for Nick Carter's third studio album, All American. And Nicki Minaj and Meek Mills have moved in together following rumors that they broke up earlier this month. The All Eyes on You rapper shared it on Instagram on Saturday, on August 20th, a photo of him and his girlfriend in front of their new house in Beverly Hills. Now, sources told TMZ that Nicki and Meek are renting a 11,500-square-foot home in Beverly Hills for 30000 a month. The property boasts, uh, it has nine bedrooms, eight bathrooms, and a sprawling driveway with five-car garage. The couple planned to buy a house in Los Angeles. Uh, they had planned to, but they got screwed when uh, Meeks was put under house arrest in February for violating his parole. Only Nikki's name is reportedly under rental agreement. And speaking of Meek Mills, I don't know if you guys heard this. There's still this oncoming, uh, ongoing battle between him and Drake. Uh, Drake had a concert the other day dissing Meek Mills again. And now the latest is that Meek Mills, uh, you know, Drake was in uh, Philadelphia when he was doing this concert, and Meek Mills is originally from Philadelphia. And the, uh, they're saying that Meek Mills allegedly was trying to block Drake from attending any venues or shows or clubs in the Philadelphia area because he heard that uh, Drake was talking smack about him again. Now, they said that Drake left Philadelphia, uh, I guess right after his concert, but this ongoing feud, and you know, this all started last year when Meek Mill claimed that Drake does not write all his rap. He hired a ghostwriter. This is what this stemmed from. And what's so bad is that uh, he's dating a woman, Nicki Minaj, who happens to be she and Drake are on the same label, uh, Cash Money. They also started in the business at the same time. They used to do uh, collabos together. And now there's probably a lot of tension between uh, Drake and Nicki Minaj now. So I hope that, uh, you know, I, I, I don't think that uh, Drake will let, I think I think Drake will not let that uh, deter his friendship with Nicki, but it's kind of hard. It's very awkward. Uh, Jonas Hill talked about, his experience of filming a Martin Scorsese 2013 film, The Wolf of Wall Street, uh, he revealed that he was overdosed on fake cocaine and got so sick that he had to be taken to the hospital for precaution. The fake coke was actually vitamin powder. According to Hill, he developed bronchitis for three weeks after snorting too much drug fake. In his new movie, War Dogs, he also played a party animal and relied on Red Bull and coffee to give a convincing performance for the camera. And, you know, this goes back to when it comes to the actors, what they have to go through or what they have to do to portray a certain character in a movie role. Tom Hanks had to lose weight to do a movie. He had to gain weight to do a movie, and that caused him to have uh, it caused him to have 
diabetes. Uh, this by Jonah Hill taking this uh, fake coal, you know, it. Uh, I'm pretty sure it almost damn near killed killed him. But this is what he has to do to portray a certain character in a role. Jennifer Lawrence is the biggest money maker among Hollywood actresses this year. She led the four 2016 list with an estimated 46 million. Some of her money comes from blockbuster movies like The Hunger Game, Mockingjay Part 2, and X-Men Apocalypse, and her lucrative deal as a lead for the upcoming sci-fi Passengers. The actress earning, however, dropped 11.5 from her 2015 total of $52 million. And although she retained her last year's spot at the top, her payday is way less than her male counterparts. As a comparison, Robert Downey Jr. topped the list of 2015 highest-paid actors with an estimated $80 million. The new list will be updated later this week. But when it comes to the biggest-paid celebrity in showbiz, the title goes to none other than Taylor Swift. None of the movie stars come close to the country pop singer. She is estimated to pocket more than twice of what Downey Jr. made, ranking in a whopping $170 million from ticket sales of the numerous sold-out concerts during her world tour. Now, J-Law, uh, a 2016 domination, is followed by Melissa McCarthy. She became the runner-up with an estimated $33 million, and thanks to her role in Ghostbuster Remake, she is up $10 million from 2015. Scarlett Johansson rounded up the top three with $25 million, and Jennifer Aniston trailed closely behind with $21 million. The Departed is being turned into a TV series. Amazon had teamed up with Warner Brothers TV to develop a small screen adaptation based on the 2006 critical acclaim gangster movie, which was directed by Martin Scorsese. Like the movie, the TV version is set in present-day Chicago, and it is inspired by the 2002 Hong Kong crime thriller Infernal Affairs. Detroit 187, the creator, Jason Richmond, is hired to write the script and involve around about a, it's, it's, it revolves around a cop who goes undercover in a Latino gang, and in the meantime, the gang plants one of their own members in the police department. The original movie starred Leonardo DiCaprio, Vera Farmiga, Matt Damon, Jack Nicholson, Mark Wahlberg, Ray Weinstone, uh, Martin Sheen, and Alec Baldwin, it won four Oscars at the Academy Awards, including Best Picture and Best Director. And two DC comic uh, female superheroes met on the set of Supergirl Season 2. Linda Carter, who played Wonder Woman on the 1970s TV series, has uh, has hit the set of the CW series and posts a snap with uh, Melissa Benos, who plays the title character on the current show. Benos later took to Instagram to share the black-and-white image of her and Carter, who will play the President of the United States on Supergirl. Carter will appear in multiple episodes and will make her debut in the third episode of the second season. And other guest stars tapped for the upcoming installment made. It's uh, Tyler Hochelin as Superman, Katie McGrath as Les. Uh, as Lex Luthor's sister, Lena Luthor, and Ian Gomez as Kara's new boss. The new season of Supergirl will kick off on Monday, October 10th at 8 p.m. on The CW. Uh, Right now we have here 16 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another break. Unfortunately, I started the show a little late. Uh, There was something going on with the computer but uh, if if you're currently listening to the show in the chat room, I encourage you to dial in to listen to the show further because we it might be going over in overtime. But um, I'll be back after this uh, music break, so don't go anywhere. the pen, put it on the paper, right on the skin, bring me to life, can't start again, there ain't no eraser, all of my flaws, you got them so right, 
and Drake leads the BET Hip Hop Awards for the third year in a row. This year, the Hotline Bling hitmaker earns 14 nominations, including Albums of the Year, Best Live Performer, Lyricist of the Year, Best Hip Hop Video, and three in the Best Collabo Duo or Group category. The Started from the Bottom singer will be going up against Future, who earned 10 nods, DJ Callie, who nabbed 9 nods, and Kanye West, who received 8 nominations in some of those categories. One of the most closely watched races will be Best New Hip-Hop Artist, whose name include Bryson Tiller, Chance the Rapper, and Designer. The 2016 BET Hip-Hop Awards will be taped on September 17 at Atlanta Cobb Energy Performing Arts Center and premiere on October 4th at 8 p.m. Eastern. A host performer and cipher participants will be announced soon. And I just want to apologize because for the past couple of weeks I've been mispronouncing DJ Khaled's name. I've been calling him DJ Khalid, which I don't know why, but uh, shout out to DJ Khalid. Uh, Jennifer Lopez has reached a major milestone in Las Vegas. Her headlining show, All I Have, at Axis at Planet Hollywood Resorts and Casino earned over $1 million in box office revenue, and it beat out the previous record holder, Britney Spears, and her piece of me residency. On the same uh, t- uh, schedule, J-Lo was support- supported by her beau, Casper Smart, as well as her ex-husband, Mark Anthony, and his wife, Shannon DeLima, the singer even gave Mark a touching shout-out during her show, saying that he's an icon and a legend. Both couples later met up backstage and took photos together. Uh, J-Lo will return to access for her All I Have residency, which sponsored greatest hits, including If You Had My Love, Booty, Let's Get Loud, Waiting for Tonight, and On the Floor on December 9th before the show wraps up on July 11, 2017. Brittany, meanwhile, returns to Las Vegas on August 17th after her family vacation in Hawaii. The new set of Piece of Me are scheduled to run through September 10th before wrapping up on February 4th, 2017. And although his high-profile relationship with Tyler Swift has come to an end, Calvin Harris still retains the title of the biggest DJ in the world. The Scottish EDM artist topped four lists of the highest-paid DJs this year, pocketing a whopping $63 million. Most of his music came from his lucrative Las Vegas club residency. He received Future Icon Awards earlier this month during Caesars Palace 50th Anniversary Gala. His earnings dipped slightly from last year. He topped the 2015 list with an estimated $66 million. DJ Tiesto followed as the second spot with a total of $38 million. Uh, David Guetta uh, sits at third place with $28 million. And 26-year-old Zed trails behind with $24.5 million. And Steve uh, Aoki, he rounds up the top five with $23.5 million. And the wait is over, ladies and gentlemen. After numerous delays, Frank Ocean's new studio album is finally released. The sophomore set is titled Blonde. The physical CD comes packaged with a magazine named after the original title of the album, Boys Don't Cry. Fans can get the physical copy of Ocean's new album on pop-up stores. The temporary shops are opening this weekend on locations like New York, London, Los Angeles, and Chicago. The much-awaited album is also available for download on Apple Music. And Future, uh, who is currently in the midst of his co-headlining Summer 16 tour with Drake will have more than enough material to pull from his VMA set. The Jumpman rapper has scored three number one albums in the past year with DS2, his Drake joint project, What a Time to Be Alive, and Evolve. The 2016 VMAs will air live this Sunday on MTV at 9 p.m. Eastern. Rihanna will perform a medley of her greatest hits before receiving the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award. Britney will deliver her first live performance of Make Me with G-Eazy. And Nick, meanwhile, is expected to take stage with Ty Dolla Sign for their collaboration, Bacon. And several celebs such as Michael Ely, Tina Lawson, and Megan Good are leading their voices for a new campaign title, Someday is Today. 
to fight against police brutality. Uh, racial tension has been on a high alert since the killing of Anton Sterling and Philando Castile at the hands of police. The new PSA, which is hosted by Campaign Zero, featuring Michael E. Lay, Tika Sumter, Marlon Wayans, Megan Good, Nicole Ari Parker, Boris Kojo, uh, Hosea Sanchez, Kimberly Elise, Aja, Naomi King, and several others who will team up to help spread awareness on the social issues that plague the black community. Each person recite lyrics from the civil rights anthem, We Shall Overcome, and at the end, Aja asks, When is someday? In another clip, Beyonce mother Tina Lawson asks, When is someday? And Cedric the Entertainer, Farnwood Bentley, Kim Whitley, and Alfred Wood are saying the question, Someday is today. And 13 years after she dropped her liberating ladies' anthem, So Gone, R&B singer Monica's song is making waves again in the form of an Internet challenge which has hundreds of talented lyricists and fans of the singer sharing videos of themselves rapping over an instrumental of her 2003 hit. The viral trend has inspired Monica to take part in the hashtag So Gone Challenge. In the video, she stands in front of Missy Elliott's portrait as she dropped her Fiery Verse. So Gone was one of several track rapper producer Missy Elliott wrote and produced along with Kenneth Cunningham and Jamal Rye from the production duo Spike and Jamal from Monica's fourth studio album, After the Storm. Meanwhile, Anthony Hamilton is gearing up to hit the road this fall, and he'll be headlining the tour with guests Layla uh, Hathaway and Eric Benet. Hamilton will hit the road starting October 6th in Durham, North Carolina. His four-week tour will hit major cities including Detroit, Washington, D.C., Nashville, and New Orleans. Tickets are on sale at Ticketmaster.com. And a new album from Tribe Called Quest, recorded before Fifth Dog's death earlier this year, is in the pipeline at Epic Records, according to its CEO, L.A. Reed. Reed said that the as-yet-untitled album featured all original members, including Q-Tip, Ali, Shahid, Muhammad, and Jarabi White. The album will be the group's first since 1998, The Love Movement, and the first to feature White since 1990, People, Instinctive Travels, and The Path of Rhythm. Fifth dog-born Malik Isaac Taylor died in his home in Costa Costa County, California, on March 22, 2016, due to complications related to diabetes. He was 45 years old. And Nia Long and toting winner Idina Menzel will top line's lifetime upcoming remake of the 1988 tearjerker Beaches with Long stepping into the Barbara Hershey role as Hillary, while Menzel will play Bette Miller's character. The, te- uh, the telepic uh, follows the meeting of two youngsters on the Venice boardwalk who, through worlds apart in lifestyle, embark on an unexpected and lifelong friendship. Uh, Cece, Bette Midler's character, is an expiring singer trying to make it in Los Angeles until she's discovered by a director who gives her her first big shot. Hillary is the daughter of a prominent civil rights lawyer who struggled to find her own destiny. The friendship, even with its ups and downs, sustained them for decades. Lifetime Virgin is currently in production in Vancouver, and the movie is produced by A&E Studio and will premiere on Lifetime in 2016. And former CNN anchor uh, Soledad O'Brien will enter TV Sunday morning political landscape this fall with her own syndicated show, Matter of Fact, with Soledad O'Brien. O'Brien tells the Washington Post that the show will attempt to bring new voices into the Sunday show format. The example she used is a 20-year-old in Baltimore has a lot to say about education in America that's probably more relevant than the owner of a charter school conglomerate. The show will produce in Washington at the uh, the New Sim and air on Hearst's own station. O'Brien will serve as a co- uh, correspondent for the Al-, Al Jazeera America, and since the network shutdown has also filled in on CBS This Morning and is reported for HBO Real Sport with Brian Gumbel and PBS. Matter of fact, with Soledad O'Brien is scheduled to debut on September 10th. 
and details of Woody Allen's first small screen project has been revealed during the Television Critics Association press tour in Beverly Hills. The series will have a six-hour episode amply titled Crisis in Six Scenes. It will premiere on September 30th. The new Amazon show will take place in the 1960s during the turbulence times in the United States when a middle-class suburban family is visited by a guest who turned their household completely upside down. It stars Alan and Miley Cyrus. The 80-year-old actor, director, writer will play a writer named Sidney Mudzinger, and according to the sneak peek during the TCA, he will get a James Dean haircut. He will also class with Cyrus' character who brand him a boob and a stooge. Amazon also announced other new series, One Mississippi, starring comedian Tig Notaro, is set for September 9th, Fleabag for September 16th, Good Girls Revolt for September 28th, and Goliath, starring Billy Bob Thornton, for September 14th. Meanwhile, The Man in the High Castle will return with a new season on December 16th. Transparent is due September 23rd. Red Oaks is scheduled for November 11th. And Mozart in the Jungle will be back on December 9th. That will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Stay safe, and I will talk to you next time. Take care. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.